You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Seventeen minutes after two o'clock. That's the music of Salayela Salota. Mamudiyeh. So I'm sure you got the memo by now. So we're celebrating love. I don't know if Percy's going to come on this journey, but he's agreed. So I suppose we take him along with us. So, so thank you so much for being with us, Percy Mabandu. You are Listen. going to be talking to us in, let's just see what capacity this conversation is going to be. So yes, yeah. you are somebody that is very well versed in music and all of that, but you also are a lover. We are going to tell them all that you are a lover. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's actually who we want to talk to this afternoon. How are yes, you, Percy? Yes. Well, I'm good. You just got me out of the pool. I'm in Durban. I'm celebrating well, nah. this weekend. Ah. Um, <laughs> and you know, I mean, I've been married for two and two two years yes. officially. But you know, because we're Africans, our rituals take long. Yes. It's actually three. Um, so we're out here, and it coincides with my wife's birthday. You know, so, so you know why I bring this up, right? I bring, yeah. I bring this up because people have different personalities when they do different things. And we yes, specifically yes, yes, yes. asked you to do our African love songs tribute this afternoon yes, for, for many yes. reasons, right? So it would have been easy to ask you to just do this thing. But I really want to point out the fact that when I say you're a lover, this is what I mean. So for those yeah. who don't know, when when Percy talks about his wife, like... Like suddenly Percy's shy. <laughs> suddenly Percy looks down on the floor, and suddenly yeah. Percy Percy drop drops the world. He he literally drops Listen. the world. My wife, my wife, my wife. That's what comes out of him. And there Listen. is this uh, what I think is quite authentic, beautiful. So so it's it's with that context that I think you will think very deeply about what love music is. And I specifically wanted you to focus on what this continent yes. has offered us with, in terms of love yeah. music. I, I thought about this a great deal. You know, Pimelo, uh, uh, our generation that um, drank deep in a particular music, let's say, that comes out of uh, the, the 90s in, in the U.S., there's a particular register that we think of romance, mm-hmm. right? There's a, there's a sound ideal, if you will. And and you can hear even in some of uh, you know more youthful R and B music that comes out of South Africa that its sound ideal is actually modeled around the American sound of the nineties, even when they are singing in our own language, mm. right? Mm. And then I thought, you know what? When when I was a kid, I I could recognize when Uncle So and So or Auntie So and So was expressing a particular um, emotion, this love thing. It had a different register to the one that when I'm dealing with it in that context of somebody who, you know, is imbibing hip hop, is imbibing, you know, a particular type of genre in film mm-hmm. would express it, right? And then I thought, I, I realized something, the moment when I was getting married, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that romance one was no longer just mine and hers, mm-hmm. but there were, there were aunts, there were uncles mm-hmm. getting involved. And it, it articulated itself with a particular language, mm. right? And, and, and so when I was looking for songs to, to, to express that, I remembered one year I was, I think I was still at university, we were, we were going to see Salai Lotelota and other musicians go, go, go Mamelodi. 
Murtile Park. And Silailo had already started performing as we were walking towards the park. And there was this uncle in Brentwood's Flosham shoes <laughs> and a poor boy hair. Yes. And you can tell this uncle is in love. He's Aww. waiting Uturkula bag <laughs> and he's dealing he's, he's dealing with his with the love of his life, Auntie So and so. And I was looking at this and this is probably somebody who never speaks English. Okay. Mm. He, you know, he speaks that patois we speak collocationing, but mm-hmm. he's expressing himself that romance in that register that I'm trying to find mm-hmm. with this song Mamuriehi, mm-hmm. you know, because it speaks to there's there's a certain adult, there's a certain um also I, I let me say register, mm-hmm. which is in a particular vernacular mm-hmm. of South Africa, especially in this part of the world, mm-hmm. that I, I don't think they pronounce uh, I love you mm-hmm. or that kind of thing in the, you know, in, in, in the way that R. Kelly would mm. or, 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 or Shante Savage would. Mm. But it, it has, Kaya, it has uh, uh, you know, Tawela FM type yeah. of register. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, it, it's ours. It's our, it's our elders in love. There's a dignity, there's a discreetness, mm. but it's also, but there's, it's also out there, you know, mm-hmm. in a way that only it, and, and you can only find it in this part of the world. So Selailo Suluta came to mind to me because, you know, nobody understands, you know, the re- that register for me like he does. Just as if you go slightly into the Eastern Cape, nobody articulates that bit, that, the romance of that world like Ringo Matlingo. Okay? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, nobody does it better than him. And, and so for me, because I come out of this part of the world and, and I grow up and, and as I'm saying, Drinking out of my own experience, when my romance with my wife was no longer just mine, mm-hmm. but uncles and aunts were coming into the context of that conversation, mm. I, I felt the language change. Mm. I felt the register change. And for me, there's an aesthetic there. We don't think of love as, um, or, 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 or romance as something that functions within a larger cultural register. Mm-hmm. And I think it does, that we pronounce it based on the parameters of a cultural experience. Mm. That the cultural experience is the house, is, is you know, in, in, this, in the same way that Heidegger wow. speaks of as language as a house of being. I think culture as a house of being also conditions the grammar that we articulate uh, romance with and and this kind of music manages to zero in on that and distill it for us that when he says uh-huh. only people from that particular we'll area who understand will get it like yeah, you know and yeah. and you, you are, I mean, you make so much sense to me, Percy, because it's exactly that, the different nuances and the evolution of this romance that you're talking about. Because, yeah. as you said, it's a little slightly more discreet, slightly more because you are now part of this community and how you're going to express yeah. it is going to have all these other people in mind. I mean, I, I often, when you speak about Slayla Slot, I think about, I don't know why, it just came to me. When, when Julius Malema speaks to his wife or when he refers to her now, right? Now that he's married. Yeah, yeah. He, he says, And I yeah. think it's the most, as you said, the most romantic. He, he, he can't be saying my love. He's not saying that. He's not yeah, saying, no, you no, know, no, dude. No. He's not saying that because exactly, there is a yeah. context to how now that relationship has evolved in that, in that community as you're referring to yeah. and how when that I, makes sense well, there. Precisely. I refer to my wife with my son's name. 
right when I'm talking to my aunt. I will not mm, say, you yes. know, uh, yes. no, yeah. I'll say, you know, ma, ma, ma se, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. then you're bringing a whole context. There's a romance there. There's an ownership. And I think there's a register that, that often in public discourse, when we talk about these things, we miss. And I think when we recede into ourselves with the specificity of geography, something happens there, Pamela. And I, and I wanted to zero in on that with Salilo here, because I, I think few musicians have managed to give us that, that thing uh, better than Salilo. Mm. And I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Salilo. I mean, he yeah. knows. I think he's, he's, he's a big genius yeah. uh, and, and he does more. Okay, so we, we're traveling, right? We're traveling the continent. Where are we going next? Uh, well, I think, you know, there's a generation that Silailo benefits from here at home. Mm-hmm. There's an old man by the name of Alan Selinga mm-hmm. who wrote a song after hearing the voice of one Miriam Makeba mm-hmm. and thought, I'm going to write this song, you know, w- with the idea of this love, this love bird, Njilo mm-hmm. Njilo. Um, but I'm interested here in a version that was recorded in an album called Witch Doctor's Son by a great bassist who died in, in Berlin, you know, one of the first South Africans to leave the country to go into exile, Johnny Johnny. Yeah. He's a bass player. He's a bass player. He's a, he's a free jazz instrumentalist. He's not um, a, a singer. But here, he humbles himself down to sing. And it almost, I, you know, there's something about the tone and timbre of the black masculine voice when mm. it tries to be soft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's what I was looking for here. This song that everybody thinks they know because it's often sung in mm. a particular, mm-hmm. obviously song and articulate way. You will think like your dad or your uncle is singing here to, to your mother and you're in the other room and you're overhearing it. Oh. It's beautiful. Chironchito. Johnny Chani and Chilo Chilo, and that's uh, part of the conversation we are continuing with Percy Mabandu, who is uh, just extraordinary when it comes to analyzing music. We asked him today to talk about African love songs, and that's the journey we're going to be taking you through all the way until three o'clock. We'll be back with more after the headlines. It's two thirty. Life happens with Pinelo Modine. Now that is Simpiwa Dana. And that was an evening with Simpiwa released in 2011, I think, with a 27-piece orchestra. Percy? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, listen, um, what we don't talk about enough is Simpiwa Dana as a song stylist. Mm. Okay? Mm. I think she, she manages to own, uh, you know, to own these songs that we think we know uh, and make them distinctly hers mm-hmm. and i i think you know that's one of the things that i enjoy about her that very few musicians have a a, a specific identity mm-hmm. uh, you know the songs and then the sing to adana songs mm-hmm. i think i mean here she tests herself um alongside great musicians now, what we know for sure is that uh, Simpua doesn't have a very wide vocal range. Mm. 
um, but but it's very specific and she knows where its power lies and she knows how to deploy it to to maximum effect and I think she does that well here. Um, I think she also, I mean, as an art historian, I can I can, I can take the risk and correct it. I think she confuses the composer of this one uh, with the one that we played before, um, Ellen Selinga. This mm-hmm. one was actually composed by McKay Davashe, mm-hmm. the saxophone player, and also with the implication of Miriam Makewa. I mean, this is this was the breakout song that the Manhattan Brothers with, with Miriam Makeba broke out with. So, so explain um, to me h- how you see yeah. this as a love song when she does it. Because yeah. I was quite curious about your choice with her My singing choice the song. This, yeah. yeah. Look, I, 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 you know, like I was saying, l- the idea of romance and love happened within the context of cultural or social conditions. Mm. And, and here, I think we're dealing with creatives trying to articulate the nature and condition of love in troubled times. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're, we're dealing here, this is the 50s, um, the beast that is apartheid colonialism is is very strident. It's, it's becoming, you know, more confident of itself. And the confidence become even worse a couple of years later when the, the Shabville massacre happens, that in, the sense of impunity. Now, all of this that happens with the politics does not mean that people do not fall in love. Absolutely. It does not mean that people do not form families. But that trouble that the politics bring conditions, you know, the the, the geography within which they express themselves. Now, if a person is not back home uh, for two days since they went to work, and, and I used to hear this a lot when I was a child, that, you know, so-and-so, they don't know where he is, so the places to go is the hospital, mm, you know, the, the police mortuary, station, yeah, yeah. the mortuary, and all of that. Now, who is doing these searches? These are people in love, people looking for husbands, mm. people looking for lovers, mm. you know, people looking for siblings. And I think it, it's another layer and, oh. and, and texture of this idea of romance. You know, it, it, you know I'll yeah. share a little personal story. Um when june 16 happened my own parents were running around mm-hmm. buying a wedding dress can you believe that <laughs> yeah, exactly. my, my parents were fetching a wedding dress when june 16 exactly. happened when the bullets and, were and happening there they were running around with a wedding dress exactly they were in the middle of their romance they were the in the middle of their happened. own romance during so, that during that whole turmoil people were in love people were getting married exactly. people were doing all sorts uh, of things because the only the best way to beat the blues is to storm them and and you storm them by living you know um and and even if you know there are punctuations in your story of these you know weird dystopian tragedies you know that only colors the way in which you improvise around them it Mm -hmm. it does not stop you living you know Mm -hmm. um and that's often we forget that thing. We talk about, you know, the years of apartheid as though these things didn't happen. But our parents, you know, our great grandparents and so on, they met each other, you know, on their way from work, on their way from shop. They, they enjoyed each other's smiles. You know, they said, oh, you know, I was chased by the cops today. Oh, but yesterday I met this woman on the train, you know. So these stories are there. And I think for me, this, you know, this song, La Kuchoni Langa, helps to articulate that layer of the story of you know of, of our people that sure they were going through this but there were also these layers there were also these textures and so when we talk about romance in that condition of trouble i think this song embodies it most i, 
I think we're going to play one last song because I think now the right, people right. are looking at me funny. But I love <laughs> your next choice. Yeah. Absolutely love your next choice. Um, take us through that. Yeah. Well, Asalif Kaita, uh, for me, I mean, you know, I, 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 I struggled with who can represent this, this idea elsewhere. And I think Mali, you know, has great musicians. One of them is Omo Sangari, you know, who is spoken of as, you know, the Miriam Makeba of, 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 of Mali. You know, she sings greatly. But, you know, nobody has stood out in the way that Salif Kaita has done, because I think she, and the way in which he collaborates all over the continent, mm. I think also opens him up. The song, Diffé, is about, you know, this guy who wants, you know, who, 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 who should I say, wants to, wants to leave, but not because he's not in love. He's saying, I don't want trouble. You know, you are, you are doing me wrong. Um, I love you, but I'm going to grab my jacket and leave. Mm. <laughs> you know, so, mm. so get, get your act together. Mm. And there's also that comedy of it. You know, there's also that, the tussles of the romance, mm. you know, I thought that represented that. Uh, but but the, the register and, 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 and the rhythms that the song is delivered in is, is so warm that, you know, I think it resolves the tensions of the, of the lyrics and the story with the joy that's embodied in the melodic statement that, that, that gives you that level of complexity that, that comes with romance anyway, that even sometimes there's an argument, you know, there's also in the middle of that, that argument, you know, a memory of laughter, and then you resolve it, and then you go back to it. You know that that complexity. I think it comes comes to comes to 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 the fore in the way in which uh, Salif Keita uh, delivers the song. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, Salif Keita. to the end of this really romantic uh, list that you've put together for us, Percy. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this. Let's just round it up with why this particular song, Tengo. Well, um, Omo Sangari of, you know, sings out of Mali and she she manages to, to carry the story of Mali's women better than no one else anywhere in the world, right? So she, here she, she often sings about the troubles of uh, married women in Mali. And here it's about, you know, a woman who is in love and, and she's married, but she's struggling to have kids. Mm -hmm. And those blues um, of being in love and wanting, you know, the fruit of, you know, of that love to bear fruit, but it doesn't in terms of a child. And so this song memorializes that struggle. And, and I mean, you know, that, that the depth of feeling that she brings to, 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 to the lyrics for me, um, you know, I, it, it's just, it's just, I mean, I've, I first heard the song, I think I was, you know, early into university years in the early 2000s. And, you know, every time I think about um, Omo Sangari singing, this is one of the songs that I go to. Um, you know, she sings with feeling and, you know, it's, it's, it's so deep, but it's also, there's a, there's a soothing thing. There's a promise in the way in which she, she delivers, you know, these difficult news with, with soothing. I think there's a, 
the, the, that's exactly the kind of thing that you get from the idea of romance, that it helps, it helps to carry you through the blues into the other joys that lie on the other side, or at least their promise. Oh, and man. I think, yeah, that's, that's what's up. Percy, thank you. This was a beautiful list. Thank you very much for this. Thank you. It's been a joy. Thank you. Absolutely. Back to wine and pool. <laughs> You know, you are just giving us the most Percy Mabanda. We're very jealous, by the way, Percy Mabanda, art historian, and just giving us his love love, love list song of from the African continent. This has just been very special.